Hey, how's it going? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. It's Wednesday. It's... <laughs> <laughs> wow, and we have our first fuck up of an intro. <laughs> Coming in hot with the wrong day, Lauren. I was thinking because we post on Thursdays that I would... Now everyone knows our secret. We... We record on Wednesdays, we post on Thursdays, but you what know a what? shame. No, you're, I guess you're right because it's Thursday for them. That's what I mean. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. I mean, I, I, uh, I should have expected that response. Yeah, I didn't think about it. <laughs> Maybe I should have prepared you. Oh, well. Well, enjoy the bloopers, guys. Um, <laughs> welcome to episode eight of Beauty and the Bod, where we are talking the dark side of health and wellness. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, this episode's going to be a little little vulnerable, a little, little emotional, a little emotional. But let's get real. I feel like the last few have been, I feel like we're vulnerable in all of them, or maybe I am. I mean, last one I cried in. I don't know if you could tell, but I got teary-eyed. I could tell. I didn't know if other people picked it up, so I didn't want to, like, call you out. I almost said during, while we were recording, are you crying right now? Do you need a tissue? Literally, I was concerned. But I was like, oh, I don't know if she wants people to know she's crying, so I don't want to, like, call it out if she doesn't want people to know. But I knew. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, I feel like that's part of doing this. Yeah. Getting yeah. vulnerable, getting sad. Yeah, and I think we're going to do that today. We're going to basically talk about all the stuff that the the fitness world and the health world and healing, they don't want to tell you because it's hard. So. All, yeah, all the influencers. Yeah. I feel like, you know, all you see is, like, people's, like, Instagram always talks about highlight reels. Yeah. You just see their, all the good, positive things. And we're here to talk about the stuff that we struggle with. Yeah. This is the opposite of a highlight reel. The pit reel. Let's. <laughs> yeah, we're here to give it to you straight. So let's just like dive right in. Well, before that, give oh, me a good right. word. My bad. You know what? Today's not my day. Um, a good word. Honestly, I'm super excited. Kygo has posted a bunch of his tour dates and for the rest of the year. Okay, not for the rest of the year. He doesn't post them that often. But anyways, he's going to be performing a few times this year and I've got them on my calendar. So now I just have to pick the dates that I want to go to, but I'm determined to see him like twice this year. Lorette, I have no idea what that means, but I'm so excited for you. I don't know who Kaiko is, <laughs> yeah. but I'm so excited for you. I feel like that's me saying, I don't know who Drake is. That's okay, like the well, equivalent. that's a filthy life because everyone knows who Drake is. All right, well, I'm going to show you who Kaiko is and you're going to love him. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, your good word. Give it to me. So, I have been, if you didn't notice, Beauty and the Bod was MIA last week, and that's because I've been sick as a dog, and I am finally, <laughs> I'm truly not over it, though. Like, you're gonna hear me sniffling and coughing maybe a little bit, so I apologize in advance. Um, I'm serious, like, this is weird. This is the longest cold in the history of colds. I've been sick for, like, two weeks now, <clears throat> but I have, I'm on the upward slope. We love that. So I am like, or is that what it is? Or is it the downward slope? I don't know. I'm, I'm out of the woods. It was bad last week. Like I was just in a rough spot. I so, remember. Yeah. I heard it. Yeah. It was, I was emotional. Like I was emotional with how sick I felt, but I'm actually finally starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, even though it's not, I'm not completely over it, but yeah. So I'm thankful for health. Thankful for health. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of like COVID round two. Honestly, I would have rather had COVID again. Like, really? COVID was not as bad as this was. And, and before anybody asked, yes, I tested myself twice for COVID. I did not have COVID. Um, 
Yeah, but actually COVID was um, less of an uncomfortable experience than this has been. But you know what? It's okay. Such is life. People get sick. It happens. But I'm, I'm starting to feel much better. So yes. Um, we're moving on. But, you know, like, I just have to say, because this was the most annoying thing. I've been sick for literally two weeks, right? And then, like, I, I'm obviously, like, still doing life. I'm still working. I'm still cleaning my house. My boyfriend has the audacity. I don't know where he found it. I don't know. But he had the audacity to look at me and say, oh, I just feel like you got me sick. Like, I just, <laughs> I just feel like a little tickle in my throat. And I was like, I'm going to need you to never speak to me again. Because I have been dying over here for two weeks and you have a tickle in your throat. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You can take that tickle all the way home because I'm not dealing with it. I could not believe it. Literally, he has seen me, like, in tears over how sick I was. He's like, my throat has a tickle. Okay, but let's be, let's, let's talk about that for a second. I feel like anytime a man gets sick, they turn into, like, instant babies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so even the slightest tickle is like, <gasps> I'm bedridden. Literally. Uh, bring me, can you, can you bring me food in bed or can you just serve me? It's like, and, and we're over here, like, still trying to work, do everything. Oh, yeah, and also, like, yeah. But they get, like... Like you said, a tickle, and all of a sudden, boom, down. I was like, you're about to have a black eye to match your tickle. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. I hope you don't get sick. Cause it sucks. I hope get sick. Is he sick? I don't know. I don't. I think he's fine. I don't know. I'm like, he's been gone for a few days. Like, oh. or I haven't not gone. Yeah, I yeah. Haven't you seen haven't him seen in him. a few days because I've been like trying to get over being sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's. I think he's fine. I hope. Good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, let's uh, let's dive in to the topic at hand here. Um, what should we start with? You want to start with something like really? I think it's very common, but not talked about enough. Uh, gym anxiety. Oh hell yeah! Let's let's talk about that. I okay. So I work out three times a week with a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And I go to, it's at like a private gym. Mm-hmm. So you have to like be working out with a trainer to go there. Mm-hmm. And this is the only way I will go to the gym. And it's because I need him to plan the workout for me, show me where the weights are, like help me get them set up. Like I'm so terrified of looking stupid in the gym. And it's because like, I don't know, like I know everywhere everything is in the gym, but it's like, I can't. I'm so scared. It's like I freeze. And it's like, I don't know where anything is. I don't know what to do. Someone's going to think I look stupid doing this. Like, And I don't know why, because everybody says, like, oh, everybody's worried about themselves. I don't believe that. I believe people are staring at you. Okay, here we go. Question. Is it because you're staring at other people? Maybe. But I'm not judging them. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe I am staring at them, but I'm not judging them. I'm most of the time trying to be like... What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, Should how I are you doing that? that? Uh, let me match that. Hold on. Okay, they have the 15-pound dumbbell. Yeah. Or, or, I want to hear from you in a second because I'm just, like, running my mouth. I feel, because I am, I'm not going to call myself fat because I know you'll call me on it, but I am a thicker girl. Like, I am not thin. I feel like everybody is looking at me, like, if I try and do an exercise or if I try and lift weights or I try and do, people are like, why are you acting like you know what you're doing? You're not fit. You're not in shape. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, oh, my gosh. That's literally what I think every single time I'm in the gym. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. That I can't be alone in that. Like, people have, other people have to feel that way, especially, like, like, no offense. Like, 
I know you're gonna like laugh or roll your eyes at me when I say this. Like when I look at someone like you, I'm like, what are you doing at the gym? You're done. Like you're all set. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. And I, it's like you're you've accomplished what we're all here to do. So so like why am I in the gym? Is yeah, that what you're trying to say? Yes, and I know you're there because I know fitness is like, but it's like. I feel like almost as, like, somebody who's not fit, like, it's almost like you don't belong. Okay. I can, I can definitely, like, see that. Like, I could see how you could feel that way. Because I do think you're not alone in that. I have never, so my gym anxiety stems a lot from, like, me being very, very fit, um, in, like, the past years at certain times in my life, and then kind of getting out of that. And getting a little more out of shape and looking a little softer. My thing is, I, I like, I almost can't walk into the gym. Not because it's, I know what I'm doing. I know everything. It's more just like my fear is like people are going to see me as what I used to be. Not that people are even going to remember, but this is just my anxiety. And people are going to see me and be like, wow, she like doesn't look like she used to at all. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So you say that, and I've yeah. known you for a very long time now. Yeah. To me, I don't see a difference. Not to discredit any hard work you've done, so please don't take no, it No, I don't. But to me, it's like you have always looked this incredibly fit. So in your mind, can you explain to me and everyone listening, what what is the difference in your mind of extremely fit and the fit you are now? Um, well, thank you for that first, I guess. Thank you for that compliment. That's really nice. Um, I... <laughs> Lauren's crying. We need to have a button. Lauren's crying. <laughs> um, for me, like, I just noticed, like, there's subtle differences in my aesthetics. So, like, I don't look as lean. Like, my shoulders aren't as defined. Nothing is as defined. I'm soft. Softer. And I can tell, right? right. Like, it might just be, like, a subtle... I say subtle because 10 pounds really isn't that much. It might be, like, a 10-pound difference. Right. Um... But it's, it looks, I see it all. Another thing I really struggle with, actually, since we're talking about this, if I have really bad, like, acne or breakouts, I don't have acne necessarily, but really bad breakouts, I can't go into the gym. Okay. I I don't like wearing makeup because I sweat so bad that, like, it just runs, but I do struggle going into the gym when I have really bad breakouts. I hate people seeing my face. No, I get that. I don't. I don't really go to the gym without makeup. Not on purpose. Yeah, no. But it's usually I'm going right after work and I've had makeup on from work. Yeah. But it, if, um, or the only times I go like completely no makeup is when I go at like six in the morning because I'm just not going to wake up for that. But if I go yeah. at like eight or 10 or something, I'm put on foundation and I put on at least something because I'm, I'm not, um, confident in my skin at all. Yeah. Yeah. And usually if I'm very fit, my skin looks great because I might diet super clean and stuff. And I almost feel like this sounds weird saying it out loud, but I almost feel like people can tell that I'm not healthy because my skin is so broken out. I feel like they can look at me and, and think like her diet just must be terrible right now because clearly she looks like like they're judging you. trash. Yeah. Like her skin's broken out. She's way softer than normal. When on all reality, I don't think anyone pays attention to any one of those details. And how, it's no. almost like how dare me, like, think, I, I don't think highly of myself like that at all, but I guess you could spin it like, 
don't think that highly of yourself that people are judging you that much when you go into the gym. You know what I mean? But it's also hard not to feel that way because we are on TikTok and Instagram and we see people recording all the time in gyms. We see people posting videos making fun of other people in the gyms, which is just so wrong. Like, I don't know, like, why people do that. Like, it's so mean. But... And you see girls going into the gym looking like smoking. Like, they come in looking completely done up, and I'm just like, and then on top of that, don't even sweat. That's what gets me. I'm like, where are the girls at that don't sweat? Like, how do you not? Because I go in, and I come out drenched looking like a troll. Okay, I'm so glad you brought that up. I see girls all the time at the gym with their hair completely down. Yeah. They look beautiful, and I'm not hating if you do that, but I'm like, how? If I have my hair down, it literally feels like I am sweating with a golden retriever on my head. Yes. Like, I'm like, how do you get through your workout? It literally makes me feel like I want to... I'm not judging anybody who does that. Not at all. But I'm like, it makes me feel like I want to pass out. Like, how do you do it? Right. Or to me, it's just like the fact that it's sticking to my body. I just can't. Like, I can't handle it. I need it off my neck. Well, I think... Do you think some people sweat less? So maybe those are the type of people that are blessed. They're God's favorite and they sweat less. I think that could be true because... Well, damn, I'm pretty low on God's list then, because, I mean, I sweat Okay, I'm sorry, you're so gifted in other areas, so oh. tell that to your blonde hair and blue eyes, <laughs> your tight little ass. Um, oh. What about, okay, this is one that I get really insecure about, is, like, so the whole gym aesthetic now is, like, leggings, like, crop tops, sports bras, like, I don't feel comfortable working out in that. Like, I don't feel comfortable working out in crop tops or um sports bras like sometimes I do like if I'm feeling pretty lean one day like I will but normally I'm like throwing a jacket or like oh also I have a question for you in a second um but I throw something over it and it's just like I literally always feel like like a troll next to these girls in like the cutest gym outfits ever like all lululemon everything and I'm just like oh my god I feel so ugly and like I just, like, don't feel good about myself at all. And the gym is the worst place to feel bad about yourself. Oh, truly. Because there's already so many contributing factors to it. Right. And it's, like, again, I really want to, like, we're not judging anybody. It's more just, like, oh, my gosh, like, I I feel so insecure because people look so great at the gym. Why don't I? Yeah. No, these are just our experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't judge. I'm, like, more power to the girls that can come in there and look hot through their whole workout and leave, like just not even breaking a sweat with their like you know their whole outfit still looks good I'm like leave my sports bra is soaked and usually there's like sweat down the front and back of my yoga pants so like you just get it all crack sweat you name it I have it it's It's true it is a real thing um but then again too like I think like I'm not actively looking at girls and thinking like do they have the same sweat are they sweating in their crack like you know what I mean? So I know other girls experience it, but you go in almost thinking, like, everyone can see that I'm sweating, like, all over the place when I don't think anyone cares. I no, think people yeah. respect more, like, the hustle. Yeah. I've heard a lot of guys will say, like, I respect a girl that can hustle in the gym. And to be honest, that's, I mean, that's the goal. That's, like, what I like to go in there for, which is a huge reason why I won't wear makeup because, like, I work so hard. Makeup right. just comes right off and I just look uglier that way. No, I feel you. Well, okay, here's my question for you. I keep seeing this thing everywhere, people calling stuff pump covers, but it literally just looks like a t-shirt. Am I an idiot? Like, what am I, <laughs> what am okay, I missing? That is definitely a new trend. That was not, if it, if it was a thing before, it wasn't talked about like that. Everyone just wore, it's a t-shirt. That's all it is. A pump cover is basically something, like my sweater right now could be a pump cover, basically to cover up your pump. So, like, if I'm working out upper body, mm-hmm. which 
every guy you see that wears a pump cover, it's like a t-shirt or something. When you're working out upper body, chest, back, arms, whatever, mm-hmm. you're it's covering up the pump you're getting. So like if I'm pump like working out my arms, biceps, right? I've done my whole workout. I'll take off my pump cover. Then you can see the pump that my arms have from working out. What's the point? I don't understand. Honestly, it's just, like, extra. I don't do that. But I do, not gonna lie, I have seen some guys that are, like, will talk about it and, like, ooh, that's kind of hot. But but it's it's just a t-shirt. Yes, and it's hella extra. Or it could be anything that covers up your pump. Okay, so, so you're, your pump, you're into it, though. You're feeling the pump cover trend. I'm feeling the pump cover trend with some people. Some people, I'm like, you don't need the pump cover. Please stop. Like, <laughs> but, but I guess that's me being judgy. Honestly, if you want to wear a pump cover, I was you just, do you. I was just confused uh, because they were like, oh, like, I, I like, um, sick new pump cover. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a t-shirt. Like, I just didn't understand it. Like, I don't have a problem with it. Like, sometimes, I mean, for me, I wear pump covers when I'm feeling, for me, they're bloat covers. Like, I'm feeling very bloated <laughs> today. <laughs> so, I will not be in my skin tight tank top. I will be in a pump. I actually, I love the pump cover trend. Um, I just have a different <laughs> use for them, but I'm here for it. I would say I'm the same. When there's a day I'm not feeling good, I wear t-shirts. I also think T-shirts are very trendy. Like, if you wear it and then, like, you know, tuck it in through the back of your sports oh, bra, oh, yeah. soup's girls cute. Look. If you're a girl who tucks your shirt into the back of your sports bra, you're hot as hell. It's true. There's something about it. I love that look. I love that, too. I'm like, let me see your ass. Yeah, like, but then you're also covered in the front in case you are bloating. We should call them bloat covers for girls. Let's start a trend. Beauty and the Bod trend. Love the bloat cover. A bloat cover. <laughs> Honestly, that's the only reason I ever wear a t-shirt is when I'm just, like, not feeling myself underneath and I don't want people to like yeah I have, see. A, I have a couple of shirts specifically reserved for that yeah but I will say when you're wearing a t-shirt you feel like you're freaking suffocating sometimes so yeah that's rough honestly this sounds you can take this however you want but in my opinion in the ideal perfect world the less clothes the better like I'd love to just work out in like spanks and a sports bra but I just not... physically felt four people sliding your DMs as you said that <laughs> I just, I just, my spidey senses started tingling that four men just got something to talk to you oh, about that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, so we're talking about the gym, gym anxiety, it freaking sucks. Are you, I know, when you do go to the gym, mm-hmm. mine's a little different because I'm on, a, like, a, a trainer schedule, which you're on a trainer schedule, too, now. I am. Loren has joined the, um, at J Lifestyle family, <laughs> so we're so happy to have you. Yes. How, how are your sessions going? Sessions are going great. Um, I honestly was totally against getting a personal trainer because I come from a family that's so active and fit and has right. all the knowledge, but I will be honest, the last year or two I've really just been struggling finding motivation to honestly I hate working out my legs so I haven't worked out my legs consistently in like three or four years Mm -hmm. um I've done things on and off but nothing consistently so this year obviously I talked about wanting to build my booty and I really want to tone my legs whatever so yeah I've got the I've got Jay he's training me two days a week just legs only and I I got upper body yeah on no that's awesome um do you okay so like jay aside or do you prefer to work out in the mornings or the evenings i like the mornings i love the idea of getting your workout over with and then going to work or working from home whatever Mm -hmm. and then having the rest of your evening what do you what do you like you do both i do both i really do like both i'm not i hate i hate getting up early in the morning and like i don't i really don't know because i don't know enough about fitness how if like if my 
workouts in the morning are as effective because I'm, like, literally half asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mentally wake up till, like, 10. And so oh. I don't really know. Like, I'm, like, dragging ass through those workouts. Like, I'm just trying to get through. And by the end of them, I'm like, there's no way that workout wasn't four and a half hours because they just feel so long. <laughs> but the night ones, I feel like... More awake. I'm more awake. I feel like I'm doing better. I don't know. I don't know if that's in my head or not. So I see the value in both. I prefer neither because I don't like to work out. So I don't. I'm just not a... I do it because I see the benefit and I know how important it is for, like, your body, like... Good for to you. ...to be healthy, but I I hate it. But I also think that that's good because I think something I've learned, and, and anybody who... Like, anybody will tell you this, that, like, there's no such thing as motivation. Like... Right. It doesn't exist. Like, it's, it's discipline. discipline for so sure. it's like, I have learned the power of just being disciplined. I don't go because I feel motivated. I go because I have to go because my body needs me to go. There you go. So. I like it. I like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so um, neither because I hate working out. Okay. That's cool. I respect it. I like the honesty. I, um, and I like what you said. I think that's very true about, like, motivation versus discipline. I think a lot of people, because I even said it just now, like, I've been struggling with being motivated, right. but I will say it's honestly just me not being as disciplined as I have been in the past. But that's, um, a, but that's also the thing that nobody wants to talk about. It's yeah. Like, oh, it's like how, because I feel like we as women especially, I know me, I go on TikTok and I see these, like, that girl videos and it's like, oh, you know, they work out every day, they do this every day. I'm like, where's their, where does their motivation come from? But then I constantly have to remind myself, it's not, they just do it. Right. They do it every single day and it becomes a habit and it's like, but we don't want to talk about how six out of seven days of the week, you're probably not going to want to do it. Yeah. But you gotta. Yeah. Or it's like that TikTok trend that a lot of girls are doing where they like, it's talks about faking it. Like, no, I don't always have the confidence. What do you do when you don't have the confidence? I fake it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. I know I'm butchering it right yeah, now. Yeah. But I love that because I'm like, that's honestly how you have to go through life. Yeah. In whether it's your job, gym, relationships sometimes. Sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Like, yeah. and you just got to put on that face that you're confident when you're not. Because yeah. otherwise, you know, we I feel like we'd let all of our anxiety and stuff just cripple us. No, okay. And we wouldn't, you know, make progress in certain areas. Um, okay, I feel like we're, should we hop on to, like, something else, to the dark side of health and wellness? I think we... Should we go food? Let's talk food. Ooh. Um. Let's talk food. Um, I think the number one thing that people don't talk about enough, and I, it's something I try, I talk a lot about food on my Instagram, because obviously I'm on a health and wellness journey. I'm more on, like, a holistic healing journey, and I really believe in using food as my medicine, so I'm very strict anti-inflammatory diet. I don't eat dairy, gluten, soy. I'm incorporating eggs back in, but I don't eat whey. I don't eat, um, pretty much any chemicals. I try and keep out 90% processed foods, like... So, like, what are you just eating, like, the grass outside and, yeah, like... Yeah, 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 I Do you have a chicken farm where I you just... I on the turf in my backyard and then I have <laughs> alkaline water a few times a day. Wow. Health. You are the epitome of health. Health and wellness. <laughs> um, no, my diet is... But here's the thing, and this is the thing that people don't tell you when they're telling you, like, oh, eat this, eat that. It's hella expensive. Hella. It is fucking ridiculous. Yes. How expensive it is to eat things that are not harmful to your body. Isn't that sad? If you really think about it, how sad is that? That it oh. costs an arm and a leg to pick out the healthy foods for it's your body? actually heartbreaking. Yeah. That's why, like, 
I actually, like, I get in, like, not arguments with people, but I get so frustrated with people when they're like, oh, you only live once, or oh, you know, it's, and I'm not, here's the thing, disclaimer, eat whatever the hell you want. I don't give a shit. I don't yeah, care it's your diet, what you eat. it's your heart, it's your, it's your body, life. it's your this, it's your that. But the thing is, I didn't know until I got sick. I didn't know better. Nobody taught me better. Nobody taught me that everything I was doing was slowly creating this mountain of issues that was all going to hit a boiling point at one point and become this huge, massive health issue in my life. And now it's taken me over a year. It's over a year now at this point that I've been having to fight my way back from symptoms and pain and discomfort and all this stuff. And it's because I'm literally having to heal my body from... A, like how old am I 28 years of shit that I yeah. put into it and so it's like I totally get that for some people they are so lucky and blessed and that their bodies are never going to do that to them yeah but there's always that opportunity that one catalyst can come up that can start a chain react because for me it was just a round of antibiotics a way too strong round of antibiotics that created a perfect storm in my body for all these things to go wrong. And it was as simple as that. My life was never the same again and will never be the same again because it just opened the floodgates and I'm getting really off track. But the point is, like, it's so easy to say, you know, oh, we only live once. Yeah, we do. And for some of us, not everybody, and I'm not saying that everybody has to have this outlook or mentality, it's like the food we eat can really be detrimental to how that life is lived 100 percent. yeah i think you and i come from very different backgrounds in that regard because yeah. i was fortunate enough to have parents who were very like aware of our health and yeah. aware of healthy foods my dad's like big on doing research and reading all the time mm-hmm. um about you know certain things we should or should not be eating so from a very young age we were eating very healthy and that was like instilled in us and there's a lot as an adult now that I see that I'm like damn I would have never known that if my dad didn't teach or my parents yeah my mom and dad and two like I see a lot of adults our age that are like I had no idea this was bad for you and I'm like wow my my dad was telling us that that was bad for us since you know forever yeah and I'm very grateful for that because now I have I just have that knowledge base and so and anything I think I do now that's unhealthy or whatever unhealthy choices I make, it is so I'm solely to blame because I'm very aware well, of, yeah. you know, healthy foods that I should or, sh- you know, should be putting in my body, whatever. I uh, but it's sad because like we were homeschooled. Right. So we were taught a lot at home mm-hmm. going into high school, though. And you can speak for this, too. We never learned anything about a healthy diet. Maybe they teach you what America mm-hmm. promotes as healthy, but like they didn't we didn't learn truly what was like healthier the importance of eating whole foods well no and talk about the got milk posters all over the freaking school when in reality milk is terrible for you a lot of people have extremely inflammatory responses to yeah like i think about that all the time how milk was pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And like in reality, majority of people have very bad reactions to dairy in their body and they can't process it. Right. It's like, but yeah, let's, let's no, that we, but, but you got to get that, that vitamin D and, uh, build strong bones. Oh, 100%. So. Um, but we live in a society and a country that is not conspiring in our favor. Amen, sister. The foods that we are given and the things that are pushed as healthy and normal 
are not. Right. Like, and it's, it's actually really, really scary. Like, when you think about the type of stuff that's, like, that they, that's in our foods that we're told is okay, and it's, like, you're not being given the full picture of what it is, the effect it's having on your body. Now, is everybody perfect 100% of the time? Absolutely no. not. You have to find a lifestyle balance that's going to work for you, as with anything. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like if they're going to put stuff in our foods and we're going to be subjected to stuff, we should at least be given the full picture of the effects it's having. Right. I think even when it comes down to, like, fast food, I think fast food is highly addictive. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that's why it's so hard for people to break away from, like, you know, obviously the convenience of eating out. There is that. But, like, on top of that, I I went through a phase, okay, where I was eating Taco Bell after a breakup every day for like a month. Bro, that sounds like You know heaven. what I mean? It was heaven at the time. It was. This was like pre-CrossFit days and I was just like pigging out. And RIP your stomach. RIP like... my body. Yeah, it was a it was a rough but also the best time ever. You know what I mean? I would come home, throw on not One Tree Hill, I forgot what it's called, and just chow down on Taco Bell. But anyways. Dude, that sounds so good. It like was just truly... like watching a show like oh, that. Oh, it was the OC. Yes. Oh, I love the OC. Okay, anyways. <laughs> so yeah, I would watch that and then just eat my Taco Bell. And, but my point in saying all that is, like, I honestly felt, like, slightly addicted to it. When I cut it off, it was, like, I was still thought about it and would crave it. At that point, I just had to tell myself no. And immediately, I just, I mean, I got into, like, a very healthy diet and whatever. Well, and but. I'm sure a part of that, too, was the emotional reaction associated with it. You're like, I don't feel good. I'm going to eat this and it's going to make me feel better. Yeah, like and comfort And your brain food. is releasing those positive hormones or I don't know exactly what they are. <coughs> it's like, um, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't know like, science-y things. Um, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm like, talking about? The happy hormones? like Serotonin or yeah, I think it's serotonin or one of those. There's like that mini yeah. burst of it because you're like, you know, oh, I'm sad. I'm going to eat this. Now I feel better. And you literally become addicted to that. Isn't that and it's disgusting. It, also, let's talk about cost. You're eating, like, I'm, all, I'm getting all this stuff from Taco Bell for, like, $18, like, five different things. But that's for 18 bucks or 15 bucks, let's say, whatever. Say, I've never seen anybody spend $18 to Taco Bell. You're oh, girl, I definitely have spent, I spent $18 to Taco Bell. But when I tell you I can eat, I can eat. I put some stuff down to Taco Bell. Regardless, like, that versus, like, buying yourself healthy foods. Oh, my God. Like, go to, go to, go to fries. I mean, we don't even have to say sprouts or whole foods. Let's just go to fries and pick out the stuff from, like, the healthier organic section or whatever. Yeah, but even that stuff sometimes is chocked full of shit. Like, yeah, I buy milk, true. I, I buy my milk at Whole Foods. It's a quart. A quart. And I buy it because the only ingredients in it are oats, water, and pink Himalayan salt. It's That's clean. why I buy this milk. As clean as clean can be. Eight dollars for a quart of milk. And how fast do you go through that? I mean, I mean, when it's that milk, I'm sipping it like mother's milk. Like, I am taking my time. Yeah, I get, I take, it takes a month for me it, to get through it, but I use a teaspoon a day. Literally, I'm like, that's my milk ration <laughs> But it's crazy. It's that like, is, it's shit. insane. Like, when I go to Whole Foods, I'm not even going to lie, it's depressing because if I get a normal haul of groceries, I've learned now to only get very specific things that I, at Whole Foods that I can't get anywhere else. Yes. Because that's how you got to do it, like, unless yes. you're a millionaire and if you are just... But if I were to do, like, my regular grocery <laughs> haul at Whole Foods for a week, 
$400 easy. Yeah. Like that, no problem. Yes, I feel that. Yeah, I've like narrowed it down to like I mainly shop at Fry's. I'll get like the fruits and veggies and oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff at Fry's. Definitely more affordable. Yeah, and then I'll get like the special things that I can't find there at Sprouts or Whole Foods. But my bread, my freaking loaf of rice bread, rice flour bread cost $8. Yeah, gluten-free. Yeah. Everything's more expensive, yeah. gluten-free. Gluten-free, vegan, whatever. And it's also smaller, because I know what bread you're talking about. Those and slices? I eat the same bread. Those slices are, like, half a normal slice. I'm like... It's like a kitty slice. Yeah, I'm like, what is with this slice for ants? Like, <laughs> yeah. can what we, are we feeding make this ants? a little, like, bigger? Like, I'm I'm not against it being more expensive if it's, like, a normal slice. Trader Joe's is like that, too, because I get Trader Joe's gluten-free bread, and it's just hella small. And yeah. Like, I think I, I saw yours the other day. Are you assuming I'm a smaller person because I eat gluten-free? Because I'm not. I'm not at <laughs> all. I don't understand that. Um, but yeah, it. eating healthy is a privilege in this yeah. country. Which is so sad when it you say it like so that. It is so sad. Being able to buy organic, buy gluten-free, buy non-GMO, buy, which I don't even know what non-GMO means, actually. But... Not being able to buy shit without... It's more expensive for shit that doesn't have shit in it. Like, yeah. make the math math. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. There's no reason my freaking milk that only has oats and water in it, it should be triple the price. It doesn't make sense. I get it. I totally get it. Also, it's... The non-GMO is just, like, non-genetically modified organisms. So it's, like, not um, fake, if you will, or, like, no... It's not modified at all, like non-genetically modified. So, oh, I didn't yeah. Thank you for um, just thought that'd be a fun fact. Now you know. So when you see it, see my dad taught us know. all that. The more you know. Um, you need to talk to Don. We need to have like you over for like a Craddock weekend. You can talk to OG and oh, just Mama, myself Mama Craddock. <laughs> no microwave. Just no. eating cold food. Oh, you can heat it up on the stove. That's so wild. I know. In case, I... in case our listeners didn't know, Lauren's family doesn't have a microwave, and I just think. I, first of all, I respect the hell out of it because the EMS exposure in your house must be, like, zero. Um, so that's amazing. But I just think that's, like, so cool. Like, that's such a fun fact about your family. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It was a little weird trying to tell people, like, when my first roommate moved in a few years ago, she had to, like, tell me how to melt the butter in the microwave. And, because I wasn't sure what number, like, how long you needed to melt it. So I put the butter in there and she had to, like, tell me. Um, the amount of time I needed to set the microwave timer for to melt it. Yeah, I just, like, I think when I moved into my apartment with a microwave, I had only used a microwave maybe five to ten times in my life. That's so crazy. Would, would you, like, go to people's house and feel like you were having a treat being able to microwave something? Um, part of me felt like, no, I felt almost guilty. Oh, my God. I, like, maybe not guilty, like, dirty a little. Your of like. was like, oh, <laughs> Um, but my grandma used a microwave. She'd throw all those little, oh, I freaking loved them. The SpaghettiOs. She'd put those from a can. I love SpaghettiOs. If there was going to be one of us that have ever had SpaghettiOs, I would not have thought it would be you. Dude. I have never had a SpaghettiO. Those, oh, uh, okay, SpaghettiOs, plural, and I'm going to make them for you. They're the best microwave thing ever. I'm Okay. Yep. I think I'm I'm okay if my life never includes a spaghetti. Dude, they're they're so good. In fact, talking about them now makes me want to go buy a can and have some. Maybe I will. Eighty twenty, baby. Don't have a working microwave right now. Actually, it hasn't worked for over two years. But hey, 
Well, I mean, you can heat them up on the stove or over that your fire true. pit, whatever you do. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you do in lieu of a it's microwave. Um, um, okay, so we're talking food. Um, what about, like, supplements? Do you do monthly supplements? Or do you do vitamins and all that? I do. I do, uh, like, a pure, very pure form of, like, vitamin C. It's, like, powdered. And then I take, obviously, like, zinc vitamin d a complex some kind of complex i'll be real i don't know um and then i take something for like adrenal support but that's more for hormones i feel like that's another thing that they don't tell you what an upkeep that is like vitamins aren't free like they're very expensive i what do you take vitamin wise i couldn't even begin to tell you them all i take probably 19 to 20 different supplements but i'm on a regimen through a functional medicine doctor Okay. Yeah, like I've had blood work done. I'm on a whole thing. So I wouldn't even feel comfortable saying what I'm taking because it's so, it's not anything I would recommend to anybody. It's very tailored to my blood work. That's cool. But what I will say is every two months I spend $450 on vitamins, which is highway freaking robbery. Like, (laughs) that is, that's sad to me. And all for just like trying to better yourself or make yourself, I don't know, feel better, heal, recover. Just literally to be not symptomatic. Like, yeah, it's, it's insane. Do you find that you are feeling better taking all these things? Like, how are you, what's your experience been? Um, yes and no. I wouldn't say that I feel like amazing, but I I can see the change in my blood work. So it's like, I know they're working. Like I'm definitely moving the needle on my blood work. Awesome. Um, I don't, I'm still symptomatic in some ways, not always, but some ways. So I don't know. It's very hard to tell, especially when I'm symptomatic in so many ways. Like, sometimes it's hard to tell, like, do I feel better? Do I not feel better? Um, but I see, I currently see the value in it. So that's why I'm kind of, it's not realistic for me to pay $400 every two months forever. It's something that my health and wellness journey has taken me down a financial road I never expected, but it is an investment. Yeah, and in yourself. It is. And that's the thing, too, is, like, we have to understand that, like, it, it's like, it's not even an expense at this point. It's an investment. Like, you yeah. know, and I really had to like have kind of a heart to heart with, I had to sit me down because like I've spent so much money over the last year and all of this that it was getting a little depressing, but it's like, I, I, I read this quote once and it totally changed my life and my viewpoint on everything. And it said that this body is the only chance my soul will ever get to experience earth and this life and so it's like that's deep isn't that so deep oh that hits real deep i know i read that and i just cried because it's like this i only have one body and like i this is the only chance i'll ever get at this and so it's like i really want to make my health a priority and that's like anybody now knows that about me nothing is more important to me than my health like i don't care i could live in a box somewhere but as long as I'm healthy like I am the richest person alive in my mind they, yeah and so it's like I look at everything as like that's why I go to the gym and that's why I cut other expenses to be able to pay for the groceries and do all that it's because like nothing is more important to me than making that investment in my health but they don't tell you that you're gonna have to do that they don't have to tell you you know like there's you're gonna have to cut costs and you're gonna have to make a budget and you're not right. like you know what I mean and that's why I feel like we've kind of, like, we've glamorized this health and wellness space so much. And it's important because it's bringing a lot of awareness to it. I think your mom, your mom said that to me. Like, we've never lived in a time where there's been such an emphasis on, like, like health and wellness, which is amazing. But I think we also got to be really honest with people that it's a lot of work and expense. Like, it's not... 
It's not all glitz and glam and like just buying matching gym outfits oh, and yeah. wearing cute Nikes to the gym. No, I wish. Sure. I got I got all of that. But <laughs> well not the cute outfits. But yeah, I think I think that that's I mean, I know for sure that in the past before I got sick because that's been my strongest driving force now, but that's why I can never stick with it. I can never stick with it. Yeah. I Oh, what was I going to say? I literally just lost my train of thought. I would like to touch on something else because before we're done, and it's something I know that you struggle with too, um, and I'll put a trigger warning on here, is um, I know that through my health and wellness journey, I've really started struggling with a little bit of disordered eating. Um, oh, specifically yes. Specifically when it comes to, so I lost a lot of weight. I lost in the last year, I've lost probably about 70 pounds. How do you? Um, which is amazing, it but is. it's, it's brought out some, a little bit of darkness for me because some I'm demons. very, I can become very obsessive about what I eat. I even told you, I really struggle with counting calories because it gets me to do unhealthy habits. Like I won't, if I won't, if eat, if you know, my, um, I can't make something like fit my calories or I'm very obsessed with weighing myself. I weigh myself multiple times a day. Um, like after I eat after, like I, I'm just always obsessively weighing myself and it's really, really bad. And I probably only told you and my trainer about that. You both have been very encouraging to like get rid of the scale, toss the scale. It doesn't matter. Have you got rid of the scale? Just out of curiosity? I have not. And I have not stopped weighing myself either because it's very, I have a very unhealthy relationship with the scale. I can't stop. Mm -hmm. I literally cannot stop obsessively weighing myself. And I think it's because I'm terrified of gaining weight back. When you, I, and I feel like that's something they don't tell you about losing weight is you become, a, some, not everybody, but you can become a little obsessive with not gaining it back. And it leads to really a dark path. And or that's like, something I'm currently working through. Yeah. I think it's also important to, like, recognize that you fluctuate, right? Like, we all fluctuate, and you can right. fluctuate anywhere from, like, 5 to 10 pounds. So it doesn't mean that that's real weight gain. Right. Um, and obviously, throughout the day, you are fluctuating, especially if you're eating and drinking, like, a ton of water, you know, or a gallon of water, whatever it is you drink. Um, I personally don't have a scale. I can get obsessed with the number a little bit, but to me, it's all about how I look not the number anymore. The number doesn't matter to me because like if you weigh 140 pounds but your body's banging, what's the big deal? If you weigh 200 pounds but your body is smoking, you know what I mean? To me, I go or all about how I just, feel. Yeah, happy in your skin. Yeah, that too. Like the, the my point is the number doesn't matter. Right. It's like how you feel in your clothes. Right. For me, there are certain outfits I like and if I can't fit in them at a certain point, it's like, okay, I need to cut off some of the extra chub, right. whatever. For me... I do struggle with like, I think with like body dysmorphia, obviously I'm self-diagnosing myself with that. I've never actually been to a doctor or someone to say like, you have body dysmorphia. Right. Um, but, but you know where you're at. Right? Yeah. And like, I've been so fit during certain parts of my life mm -hmm. and then not so fit in other parts or times. And I have this image of what I want to look like. And it's almost like if I don't look like that, then I don't, I hate looking at myself in the mirror because I just look wow. like feel like a baby beluga when I look in the mirror and it's embarrassing. Do you like, wow, that's actually really powerful that you said that, that you feel embarrassed because to, you are so many people's dream of what it is to look like. So to hear that 
you feel embarrassed of what you look like, that's that's powerful because it just goes to show it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum you're on. Right. Like, you know what I mean? You could be, I'm sure there's gyms that you walk into, you're the fittest person there, but it doesn't matter. It, do, it matters like where you, like how you feel about yourself. Right. Do you, do you, when you feel that way, do you talk negatively to yourself? Do you think? Mm, I mean, yeah, I talk pretty negatively to myself in general. I'm pretty, I guess I'm very hard on myself, but that is a goal of mine to try to kind of resolve that. Yeah. But I, well, it's very flattering to hear that I'm some people's like body goals, fitness goals, whatever. I do. It's, it's almost hard sometimes because I'm just like, I so appreciate that compliment, but I guess it's, like, I still want to feel allowed to, like, be able to struggle and look at myself like every other girl. You don't want to be on a pedestal. Not at all. I'd like to be able to say thank you, but, which I do. I feel like anytime people compliment me, I'm like, thanks so much. But at the same time, like, please know that that's not what goes on in my head. I don't walk around thinking, like, I'm a little misfit at all. You don't seem that way at all. No. Um, I'm not sure I could ever do that because even in my fittest when I had like you know almost like a six-pack I don't remember looking in the mirror thinking like damn I look good I just remember thinking like I could work on something else like there's I have more to work on yeah and it's almost like you're so hard on yourself and then the pressure of like other people it only adds to that like pressure yeah it can be it can be crippling like I feel like especially for some reason in this last year it's been tough like I don't know if it's because I'm at home with myself now, working from home and just seeing myself every day. You also don't get, you know, what I've realized is like you don't really get like people building up your ego a ton because you're not out at work. You're not really out at social events as much because of all this COVID stuff. Like that was a big piece for me. I stopped getting any type of like compliments. As bad as that sounds, I, you know what I mean? I, I just feel like my confidence level, it was all how do I say it? Like my confidence then had to come from within me, not from other people. And that's when I realized I feel like I have none. I mean, I have some, don't get me wrong. No, but yeah, but that it's maybe a bigger deficiency than you thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, yeah, it's no joke. I don't body dysmorphia or like eating disorders. I've messed around with those when I was younger, kind of throwing my food up or not eating whatever. But I, my parents did teach us too from a young age food is like used to fuel your body so it's almost hard for me now I don't know if I could ever have an eating disorder because like I understand the importance of food and I've seen what it does and I've told you this before like you your idea was like I'm eating too many calories I'm gonna gain weight but like I've seen what eating enough does for your body and how you actually lose weight with the more you eat because your body's not in this like panic saving itself mode like oh she's not gonna feed me so I'm just gonna with hold on to all this fat so I can survive. Yeah, it's just a mental block. It is. You know, we're, we were, we grew up in an era, the 1200 calorie era. You know what I mean? Yeah, or just like a low carb diet. is like, carbs are your enemy. Exactly. You know, and so it's so hard to unlearn those things. And that's truly what I feel like this all comes down to is like, we're in a time and space in life right now where we're unlearning so many things we thought we knew. Maybe not you as much because you did grow up with such a balanced, like, knowledge of health and wellness, but, like, from majority of the population, we are unlearning, like, toxic things like the food pyramid, low-calorie diets, low-carb, like, cardio is everything, like, things like that that are just not, you know, not good for our body, and then we're 
were figuring out along the way, like, oh, shit, this is hard. This is expensive. This is anxiety-ridden. This is, you know, so... But I'm glad we're talking about this because I think that, like you said, you know, there's this huge fitness space and nobody's talking about how hard these parts of it are. And especially, I mean, I can sit here and talk whatever and just my struggle, but from someone who looks like you, I think it's really important for people to hear that you still struggle and that you still have the same type of issues because I think it's, there's not a lot of it coming out from people who look like you. And I'm not saying to put that to put you on a pedestal, no. but just from somebody who's achieved what a lot of people would think is desirable it's not like oh you do that and then all your problems disappear which I don't ever want to like I do appreciate those compliments don't get me wrong I'm very appreciative of that I never want people to be like oh so just don't compliment her anymore like um please don't compliment Lauren ever if you see her just ignore her just ignore her and act like she doesn't exist no I I love the compliments that stuff obviously helps but like at the end of the day yeah I still struggle and I think another really quick tidbit to throw in there is the time the time it takes you know to count your macros to actually pay attention to what's going into your body and on top of that then go to the gym and spend an hour of your day in the gym like that's a lot for some people that's a lot for me some days it's that's also a dark side to it all I feel like you see Instagram and you see TikTok and you just think like all right I'm gonna do this you do it for three weeks and you're like why am I not looking a certain way Oh my gosh, no, it takes four to eight weeks to really, like, see a difference, you know what right, I mean? Right. So, four to, four weeks for you to see a difference in yourself, eight weeks for people that are close to you to see it, and 12 weeks for the world to see it. I saw that somewhere once. No, that's very true. And, but that's time. You gotta be willing to put that in. Um, but that is also, that's hard. No, it's very that's, hard. Yeah. So Especially if you're impatient. I'm the president. We all are. <laughs> Especially when it comes to your body. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I I think we all are to a degree. Well, I, I'm very proud of us for this episode. I don't think any of this was easy to say or fun to say, but mm. I think it's important. I think that it's stuff, you know, that needs to be talked about. And that's where you'll find us, talking about the stuff that's got to be talked about. That's right. That's right. So if you feel so inclined, what do we say? where where do we want you to go um yeah so that's gonna be it for us but we post new episodes weekly on thursday except for last week because i was sick i'm sorry okay um but you can find us on instagram at beating the bod or on tiktok at beating the bod we're gonna get more active over there okay that's right we are and also um you know like share follow I would say subscribe, but I realize I think I've said that in the past, and we have nothing to subscribe to. Well, like, or can you can you subscribe like, on? I think you can subscribe on like Spotify. On Spotify, or follow. like the podcast, Apple Podcasts. Oh, okay. You can okay. like follow or subscribe. Okay, listen. If there's a button to click, to click the, it. Or, just like click it. Okay. Yeah, like give us a five star rating. What? Okay. Leave a comment. Nice things only, please. Yes. Thanks. Bye. Bye.